the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. That happened, then I certainly think that that should be put into play where all those kids get a chance to hit the reset button and kind of relive their senior year. Uh, you can always email the podcast, podcast at gmail.com. We'll get to your emails later on. You can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, anywhere else. SpielmanHooley.com. SpielmanAndHooley.com. You're the CEO of that. Yeah, show. I was just trying to I, think. I just retweet, we tackle life. We tackle life. I've That's been right. told, I was mandated At from the tackle. top. Yeah, retweet. The CEO just sent me a caps, all caps, Boy, is he a demand jerk. or an order. I that know. That CEO is, man, is he a jerk. I don't... He's a well-intentioned jerk, though. Wouldn't you agree? You? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Whatever you say. Good. How are you? Nice that you're following orders so well retweeting everything i'm good it's uh, monday morning let's see march 16th spiels is looking at the uh, bell curve of the uh, coronavirus outbreak we want to welcome you and welcome for the first time a facebook live audience to the uh, we tackle life podcast here from the uh, two men in a basement nfl consulting uh, yes we firm. do it all yes and by the way you've i, I think we can say now we've uh, We've had a client, and you know, we'll count the NFL Players Association as a client. Absolutely. You've been, you've been counseling them to approve this deal, and I don't know if you made the 60-vote difference or not, but we're going to take credit for it. Yeah, well, passed, I, thanks to your stumping for it. Well, I do, because one of the big reasons is, obviously, it's a little bit selfish because there's benefits for former players. Not that I immediately need to take advantage of those benefits. Uh, rising pensions. Uh, pensions can go for uh, guys can at three years service can start getting Pensions, better health benefits for guys that desperately need it. And I do believe and always have believed that it is a responsibility of the current players, and I felt this way as a current player when I was a current player, to take care of those that came before me. And uh, it's kind of like where we are now in this, as a society. I, it really is. Amen. And, you know, I, I am fortunate for those of you that didn't get the chance to watch uh, Governor DeWine's press conference or Michael Pence's, Pre- Vice President Pence's press conference, uh, all the different press conference yesterday. I believe information is power and it's knowledge. And so um, uh, uh, a friend of mine is Lieutenant Governor John Husted, And I've known John for a long time. And John was actually my son's basketball coach back in the third grade. And so I uh, texted John this morning and I said, uh, Lieutenant Governor, I guess that's what he is now. Mm-hmm. I call him that out of respect. Is there anything that you definitely want me to get across? And he said, yes, personal distance, six feet, wash hands. Well, we're already in violation. Yeah. Uh, don't touch face, help your neighbors, child care for your neighbor or friend who may be a nurse or a critical uh, personnel. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Yeah. Uh, take all the, the necessary steps. This is, he said, this is going to take weeks to get through. We're all going to need to be patient and understanding. And I agree with you. Then he sent the, the bell curve on how to flatten the curve. And the best one he sent was out of the WashingtonPost.com. I, I think you've seen that. And I think it's important. The more tests go up, the more things come back down and yeah. level out. So uh, I do think as a country, we're taking this very seriously. And, uh, uh, I'm ex- not excited. Oh, that's great. Sorry. You did the proper technique, though. I touched my your... face, and I knew I was going to sneeze, and yeah. I'm just demonstrating I know. people on Facebook. But I, I do, I mean, I think, you know, that's 
common sense takes place, but I, I do want to encourage people to, to do that. And um, for me, I think that, uh, how can we help? So last night on Twitter, we mm-hmm. talked about this, right, Bruce? Yep. Uh, if you're a restaurant, under uh, tweet at me at We Tackle Life or whatever. Uh, tag me in your tweet. I'm going to go over the restaurants as Bruce's descent. See, that's good practice. I mean, I'm dead serious. I, I'm glad you do that. Uh, Bruce and I will go over the restaurants that have open for carryout, not only here in Columbus, Ohio, but around the great state of Ohio. And uh, I, I, for one, you know, how do you control something that you that might, you know, make you nervous or cause you anxiety? The question and the answer for me is this, and I encourage everybody to do this, is that, all right, now we kind of know what we're fighting. Before, there were so many unknowns out there. Now yep. we kind of know what yep. we're fighting. Now, now we can start throwing punches back. We don't just have to sit here in, 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 in fear. It's always been my experience, and what I've lived as a person is that the fear of the unknown was a thing that would, would paralyze me a little bit because I just didn't know which way to go. Now we have direction. Now we can take action. Not only can we take action uh, to help ourselves, but we can take action to help others. We can help uh, these restaurants yep. and uh, give us the information, and we'll get it out there on Twitter. And Bruce has an extensive following. And I have some people that follow me. We'll talk about it here on the podcast. Tell them about the big announcement, what we're going to do. Yeah, we do have a big announcement, and uh, we want to, as always, encourage your interaction with us uh, via all the different platforms, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. But this particularly pertains to email because it's the easiest way for us to track it and to make it fair for everyone. Right. Email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. If you are an individual or a family uh, in economic hardship because of cutbacks related to COVID-19 precautions. And on Friday of this week, and for the next five yes, right. Fridays, yes. we will draw. So we're not going to judge, oh, this person is more needy than another, or this is this one tugs at our heartstrings. The only fair way to do it is to draw it out of a hat. But please do tell us your story, uh, because we'd like to share it with other people. Because If, if you want it shared. Yeah, yeah, I just think if you share a bit, and you don't need, you know, we don't need this long, because we'd like to read a sentence or two on the podcast, and here's why I'd like to read it. We'll protect identities. Sure. But I think what it does is, when people who listen to the podcast, a thousand or more a week, hear personal stories of people's trials, it helps ingrain the attitude of sacrifice. It helps ingrain the attitude of, if you have the means, to help others. Yeah. And so we will share those stories, not to embarrass anyone, not to tug on heartstrings or be melodramatic, but simply to hopefully spread an attitude of self-sacrifice here at this time. So then on every Friday, we will draw out of a hat four names, and each one of those four people will receive a check for $100. We know it doesn't take away all the problems, but it's it's an attitude we're trying to Instill in everybody. Instill in everyone that if you have the means, if you have been blessed, and it doesn't have to be cash. If you have an elderly neighbor, you can call and ask if there's anything you can do for them. I saw a great idea on Twitter yesterday where I think it was Shannon Bream of Fox News tweeted that her church is adopting a nursing home. Yeah, I love that. And they're going to have the kids in the church write cards and notes. They're never going to go inside the place. Video messages. Video messages, things like that. 
to brighten the day of people who can't get visitors now. I think back to when your dad, my mom were in nursing facilities, and it would have been a real hardship on them emotionally not to have family members be able to visit them and lift their spirits. Well, now that's not possible. But there are ways to reach out to people and love people and serve people at this time of uncertainty in America. Yeah, innovation will come about this. Opportunities will come about this to serve something bigger than yourselves. Um, I, I Look, I just think it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity for all of us uh, to get together. I already got uh, tweets on how a guy can help and in, in, um, uh, help just, uh, contribute to what we're doing. I'm going to pass that on to you. Maybe you can reach out to him. Uh, Peter King asked me last night, uh, not to name drop, but I sent Peter the information because I thought Peter could get it out there. Sure. And we want to help as many people as possible. And Pete said, what are you going to do if people want to add to the amount of money you have to give away. And I said, well, we'll, we have a Patreon page. We'll establish a mechanism for that. If anybody wants to contribute on Patreon, I promise you every dollar will go toward extending or enlarging. We can't really say yet because we don't know if we'll get anybody who wants to participate, any businesses, anybody who's blessed, anybody wants to throw in money. We will not pocket it ourselves. We will give every dollar of it away. Right. I I promise you that. I think if you listen to us, you know, uh, hopefully what our integrity is and this we're not not trying to scam people we're trying to help people and, but more than that we're trying to just ingrain an attitude of sacrifice of, of sublimating your own wants needs and desires to help people who are in need i was talking to some people last night and it, it's our time as a generation to do something to step Amen. up you know we've had many generations my grandparents and our parents have been called and asked to sacrifice for our country and for the good, for the greater good. This is our time. This is something not to be, I don't want to say excited about, but I, I do believe it's a chance for us to to not sit here and do nothing. And especially if you're healthy and take action and take smart action, but action that makes a difference in somebody's life. And this is uh, our time as a society in our time, especially in our age group, that we actually take action to do something to help. It's, it's a great opportunity. It's, we can define ourselves here on how did we handle this as a country? How did we handle this as a community here in, in central Ohio? And how can we help uh, start the nucleus in central Ohio? And how can we spread this around to the whole state of Ohio and anywhere else? And it could be as uh, uh, as little as a hundred bucks to help somebody uh, buy dinner for their family that night, or fill a gas tank, or buy diapers, or whatever the case pay may a, be. Pay an electric bill, whatever yeah, it is. We'll keep it going yeah. as long as we can. So. All right. So we do have our first entry, and I just want to share it with you now. We'll get to the emails later on in the yeah. show as well. But this is from Dan. Dan emails SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail and that's how you email. He says, "Hello, I'm writing on behalf of my wonderful girlfriend. She has worked in the restaurant industry for a while now. Current working in." Italian village uh, at a new restaurant looking to get off the ground. Today was rough news for them. They're hoping to keep things going with delivery and takeout. Uh, she has been dealing with her uh, pet, which is ill, and the vet bills have been adding up. So awful timing. Just want to throw her hat in the ring. Okay, it's in the ring. She's in. And uh, we will What's draw. the name of the restaurant, did he say? Yeah, I didn't know if I should say it because I don't want people to identify. Want me to say it? Uh, say the name of the restaurant, okay. I mean, because that, that gives people a chance to offer an opportunity. If you want Italian, I, I want to know the name. I love Italian. What's the name? Woodhouse Cafe. 
Woodhouse Cafe. Woodhouse Cafe in Italian Village. Uh, they are hoping to keep things going with delivery and takeout. There you go. So Woodhouse you go. Cafe. I'll there you go. Put that out on Twitter, too. Okay. Very good. So, uh, more, and we'll have more on this. I think uh, what we're talking yeah. about here dovetails into the face segment. Let's hit what little sports there are. There was one sure. live sporting event in the United States yesterday, a rodeo in Duluth, Georgia. No fans, one media person in. It was weird. Um, Missouri says they're going to hold their like three, four, and five state championships this weekend. There's no way that's going to happen. They had one and two last weekend. It's it's time to suspend okay. life as we know it. It's okay, yeah. Things so, will get back to normal. Uh, but what won't get back to normal, it's hard. You know what's hard is to hard to remember what's been canceled since we last spoke on Friday because everything seems to be – I mean, I, I, I had a brain cramp yesterday. I had to look and see – Something about Ohio State, and have they canceled this, that, or the other? Well, they've pretty much canceled everything, although they haven't canceled the rest of spring football practice yet. Uh, it's coming. Because I believe they're waiting on the Big Ten to do it. Sure. I think they're waiting for the Big Ten to make decisions for everyone in the conference. They've suspended everything through April 6th. All facilities are closed. We said last week, well, if they don't can't practice spring football, they'll be out there with the coaches. But I don't think so. They're sending the kids uh, home, minor closing home. the dorms. Macy's home who's rehabbing from a knee. Yeah, so I don't think they will. This is all new. But Gene Smith had a conference call on Friday, the athletic director at Ohio State. Um, and essentially the highlights of that call were Gene said, I'd be in favor of canceling spring football right now because this is where we're headed. But the Big Ten doesn't want to do it, and I'm on board with whatever the Big Ten wants. Well, this is Kevin Warren's time, right? And Kevin yeah. Warren, if those of you don't know, took Jim Delaney's spot. And out of respect, and I think Kevin is, is will do the right thing. Uh, so uh, I like it. Look, um, just for I talked to, to Macy the other day. Macy, my daughter, is a basketball player rehabbing from an ACL. You know, they're, they're, she's not allowed at Bowling Green. They're closing that down. And, you know, fortunately, she's seven months in, so there's things that we can do at home. We have the whole protocol. We just all have to adjust, mm -hmm. and it's fine. We're going to be fine. And, you know, there's an old movie, a Clint uh, Eastwood movie called Heartbreak Ridge. I think this was the quote from Heartbreak. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. I think it's a, it's a Marine logo. But yeah. that's, that's true. That's what we have to do. We have to yeah. improvise, we adapt, and we overcome. And it's so much, uh, so much unity can come out of this. And I was one... Where I really think, uh, from the sports angle, uh, there's a metaphor here, right? You got to listen to the coaches. The coaches are 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 the president of the United States, mm -hmm. the the Democratic House, the Republican Senate. I don't care what political affiliation you are. You listen to the coaches. You listen to the experts. You listen to the coaches and the experts at the local level with Governor Dewine in Houston and Dr. Amy Acton. Mm -hmm. You listen to the experts. They're telling us what to do and how to play the game. Mm -hmm. We know who the enemy is. Well, the enemy can be conquered, and nine times out of ten will be conquered because we're more talented than the enemy. The enemy, I believe, has a shelf life. The enemy meaning the opponent. I'm sorry. I get all fired up. I'm just going into football mode on how I think. It was the enemy to me when I was a player. It's the opponent. And I know this from years in years of having this mentality, not only on the athletic field, but the, this mentality in life, that together you stand, divided you fall, but in, in unity there is great strength. Mm -hmm. There's great strength in unity. Amen. And this is, this is, that's why um, 
I, I'm fired up. I'm fired up for our country. I'm fired up for us. And I know it's going to be hard and I know it's going to require sacrifice. And I know there's going to be fear and anxiety out there, but we can overcome that. You overcome it with, um, with faith and you overcome it with a, with a team mentality. And this is where we're going to see great stories come out of this great stories of inspiration and and, and there might be loss. I mean, Governor DeWine said yesterday in his press conferences, people will die. Yeah, that's, that's what he sobering. said. And here's the thing for me. Uh, uh, I don't want to be someone who no one wants to be the person who dies. We all have people who love us. And I think probably people, you know, if you choose, you choose life over death. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be the person they choose so that someone else doesn't get chosen. You know, I have a 10-year-old daughter, a, a 14-year-old daughter, a 16-year-old daughter. You have young daughters. We're reasonably healthy men. We'd probably be the ones who, if they were looking at us versus a 75-year-old person with uh, respiratory issues, they'd probably choose us to get a ventilator. I don't want to be the person who's chosen at the expense of someone else. Well, we can have control and over that. And we can. So that's why you say, well, I'm not afraid. You know, it's, I'm not, it's not a danger to me. Okay, it's not a danger to you. But by you getting sick, you become one of the people that needs possibly needs to be attended to. And you cause someone else who could survive it if they got treatment. If you keep those infections below the line of the number of beds we need That's right. to deal That's... with a breakout, then you don't stress the system. And it's about it's I think about that's sacrifice the biggest concern, right, right? Don't you think yeah, that's, that's the biggest? That's absolutely it is. We don't want to get more need than supply. Right. And there are 35 critical care beds in the United States for every 100,000 people. Right. And it's not that any political party dropped the ball or corporate this or that dropped the ball. We have the most critical care beds of any country in the world Nemo? per capita. Yeah. So we are, except for a pandemic, well-equipped to deal yes. with this kind of thing. We are on Facebook Live. Just want to encourage you to interact with us on Facebook Live. If you have a comment, a question, let us know where you're watching from, uh, a Bible verse that's meaningful to you at this time, something good that's happened. Let's focus on yeah. something good. Here's uh, well, I don't. I, I, let's do the sports, and then we'll get into a, a lot of the faith stuff and the encouragement uh, at the end of the podcast. Let's do more. You are intimately involved in the NFL and your role as a Fox analyst. This was a very close vote, NFLPA. Right. It was a sixty-vote margin where this labor piece has been approved through twenty thirty. I think it's a smart move because we don't know where the markets are going to go, right. where the economics of the owners are going to go. I think these players would have been crazy to turn down certain money. But there's, you know, they don't want a 17th game and la, la, la. But there were 500 guys who didn't vote. Yeah. 60 votes it passed by and 500 guys who didn't vote. I, I, I You got to let your voice be heard. Not if they're not interested. I guess, but man. Well, well, that's why I encourage people to vote. And you can vote in November and uh, voting in primary season if you have the ability to vote here in Ohio. Uh, look, if you, you, you don't have a right to, to moan and bitch and complain if you don't vote. And that's, if that's for the collective bargaining agreement, those 500 that didn't vote, you don't have a right to say anything because you're too lazy to vote. But I do think this, I think the coronavirus and the threat of a pandemic, and this is so small on a scale of things, but we are talking about sports. That's what passed the CBA because I do think the egos of the players, some of them, were saying, 
No, we're going to stand. We'll get a better deal. We'll get a better deal. Mm-hmm. You you will not get a better deal than this. I promise you this is the best deal that was out there. There's things in there. The training camp, I think there's only five days of pads for training camp. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And and so I, I think, and you're going to get 47% of the cap this year, and it's going to escalate higher, 48%, 48.5%, or whatever it's going to be. This is the best deal you can get. People ask me, I had this on Twitter. I don't know if you were following me on Twitter. I was pretty active on Twitter yesterday. Very much, yes. Uh, asked me, what do I think about the extra playoff spot in the extra game? And uh, and are fans going to say this uh, means the regular season? One more team in each division. So Thank what you. it means is the number one seed will get a bye. Right. And number two has to play. Number two has to play. And which is fine. You know, I, I would say this. For, first of all, the playoffs, how I would feel as a player. This is how I would feel as a player. I got another shot to get into the playoffs. I love that opportunity. Yeah. I'll take that all day long. One more game. I love to play the games. I uh, uh, experienced game day like no other player in the history. It was something special every single time. It's something I never took for granted. I loved Plenty of games. One more game, mm-hmm. sign me up. And as far as fans, Bruce, fans are what they are. I mean, you know, they're going to feel what they're going to feel. I can't control, or nor do I care, in the sense of how fans feel uh, about not not about performance or anything about that. But well, the regular season doesn't mean as much. Uh, Baloney, I think it just means just as it's only one more team. I don't think it diminishes the beauty of the NFL regular season. Do you, does the the college playoff? Diminish the importance of the college football season? No, not at all. It enhances it. Exactly. Um, before we get into some of the other nuances of it, I want to remind you to patronize our sponsor, Her- uh, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. All right. We need the review. Since Did you find the elusive missing part no, of I the didn't, Keurig? But I had, I had a cup on the way out here. And by the way, I'm not just saying this. This Hemisphere, seriously. I had my first cup uh, on Nicarag- Friday. Nicaraguan blend. Uh, I had, I, I, I drink way too much coffee, if that's possible. But I drink it when I work out. Yeah. And I'm a workout freak right now yeah. because I got a lot of time on my hands. I had four cups. That's a lot. Woo! And that's, you know, that's like <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all, all forgive, day. Forgive my ignorance. Does one K-cup make one cup of coffee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You're I, blowing through that carton of K cups, then. I I I actually am, yeah. So, hey, boys, <laughs> you need to pick it up. Uh, I am actually because I I had four yesterday. I probably had. I mean, I'll go through that box in a week. Okay, so what's the give the nuance of? The I guess taste the best coffee drink. I I don't know what people's uh, taste are in coffee. The thing I like about this is that sometimes coffee can be if it's really strong or it has this almost like bitter taste. At the end, comment on this on Facebook or yeah. do you tweet drink at a, me. Do you drink it black? Yeah, I drink it black. Okay. And this has like a, a there's no bitter aftertaste. There's a smooth finish. Anybody that likes bourbon, you can tell the difference between a good bourbon or a bad bourbon. There's mm-hmm. there's a, like a smooth finish or red wine is in another example. Uh, I, I don't drink a lot. I'm just telling you that when I do it, I, I, enjoy, I, I, don't, I don't drink bad stuff i drink good stuff to be honest with you there you go but it doesn't have that that that, uh (laughs) what's that i said that's how you roll that's yeah well i mean if i'm going to drink i'm not going to drink crap i'm going to drink good stuff good for you but the good stuff it just there's no 
there's it's they say oh that was smooth or yeah. there's no bitter aftertaste well that coffee is smooth I'm, and i'm not i'm not just shilling for it. i'm yeah. not lying to you if i didn't like it i'd say hey i appreciate the sponsorship but I ain't drinking it. Yeah. So Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, what we love most about it, uh, besides its quality, is, of course, the fact that they're, uh, they're, their motto, good coffee, doing good. They buy direct from growers, Nicaragua, Thailand. They're expanding all the time. I think soon they're going to have coffee from Ecuador. And they, by paying the grower directly, the grower can then do great things in their community because, you know, the government's not skimming off the top and the graft and the, you know, stuff in the governments in a lot of these countries outside the U.S. There's money that gets taken, and the grower ends up with nothing. But they have allowed in Nicaragua for 21 churches to be planted by the person who they buy it from, and in Thailand they've saved uh, 70 women who are now working in the coffee industry, spare them from a life of uh, sex trafficking. So that's why HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com is the uh, website. You can buy it direct, free shipping when you buy uh, three bags or more, and lots of good different uh, varieties. Yeah, that's a, another example of uh, people, you know, not waiting. And this is not a pol- uh, political statement whatsoever, but they felt that it, it's their responsibility. They take their own personal responsibility, their business's responsibility to make a difference in yeah. the serve and to lift people up. Yeah. You know, that's like in, in, in this time right now, it's our responsibility where we can make a difference and, and and not wait for things to happen and not just sit around like sheep and say, you know, tell me what to do. Or, oh, woe is me. Or, yeah, fair. let's go. Let's. I mean, here, we know what to do. And innovation is so cool in this country. I was talking to my wife last night, and I said, there's going to be there's going to be so many cool things that come out of this as we go through things. You just don't, you know, there's going to be inventions. There's going to be certain ways to look at things there's going to be different ways that uh that are going to enhance our society yep i mean that's that's how i look at it so uh, maybe maybe that's it might be in two i don't want to no I, i'm not is... i don't feel like you don't i mean i'm very serious about this i'm a dude i those of you that listen to the show you know that i had this cold last week and it's finally gone but i was taking my temperature every single day mm-hmm. i made my kids i'm sitting there as soon as they walk through the door here's Put the th- my wife come home from Florida. I put the thermometer on her temple every day, twice a day. Taking responsibility, but also taking action. Uh, we want to say hello to Anthony and Tim. Uh, Tim's watching us from Maslin. Anthony from Northwest Ohio. Let us know where you are, where you're out there, what's encouraging you uh, these days, how you're coping with this, if you have uh, an idea on how you can serve others and how you can uh, battle through the uh, uncertainty of this time. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to share it with other people. Uh, follow us on Twitter at We Tackle. Contribute uh, if you'd like to on Patreon, and we'll give that back again. Yeah, all that's miss, going out back out the door. Everything's going back out the door to people who enter our contest at SpielmanHooliPodcast at gmail.com. We'll draw four names every Friday. Each person will get $100 for at least the next five Fridays in order to help with this uh, uncertainty and restaurants closing and jobs ending. And I think, you know, it's great. The state of Ohio stepping up. They're extending yeah. unemployment benefits. They're suspending what you have to do to stay on unemployment, which I unfortunately Small know all too well. Small business loans too, right? <laughs> Right? Yes, I think so. Everything. Uh, yeah. the, but but the far-reaching impact of this economically, I mean, you can only borrow and get freebies so long before there's a day of reckoning. So hey, it's a challenging time. I got a confession. Okay. I didn't put the lid all the way on a Diet Coke and uh, it's been a little bit of a, a, a spill. How little? <laughs> Pretty big? Uh, Do I need to go get a wet rag? 
Yeah. Can you pontificate. Go get us? a go get a wet rag. <laughs> yeah. You go pont. How's this? You, yeah. Uh, talk about. Uh, here's the thing. I want you to give your opinion on with a 17 game season. It's impossible for there to be eight home games and eight road games. Or okay. it can be eight home games, eight road games, and one neutral site game. I think and that's there could the be direction. 17 games around the world in cities without current football franchises. I love it. Give your opinion on that while I try to cover the spillage. All right. I, I think, for me, that's what I would want. Um, uh, eight, eight away, eight home, then obviously Jacksonville is going to go to play to London. But I think the NFL will get creative on how they fit those 17 games in. But while Bruce is gone, I also I want to talk about something else. I'm going to hit the face segment about this. Because you look for us in this show, if you know this show. You got it? I, I, I gave my opinion. Can I, I'm going to hit a little face segment right now. So if you know this show, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> if you know this show, we've kind of, our first verse that we ever really announced on this show was 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. If you have a Bible app or if you have a Bible at home or if, you're, if you know this, I think this verse applies directly to where we are right now. Right now. This, there's no other time where this verse has been so well defined and so well positioned for us to put it into action. And it's 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. Be on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. Be a man of strength. Be a man and woman of courage. And above all, do everything with love. What point as a total society, what point uh, in our lifetime, in our adult lifetime, have we been called to as a total society to live that verse? Be on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. For this duration, we have not. You know, 9-11, we got back to normal life about a month in, I think. Yeah. A couple sort weeks of, in. Yeah. I mean, I was flying less than two weeks later to L.A. for an Ohio State football game. This is at least an eight-week period. They say that it may peak in July. Uh, everything we've known is different and should be different because we don't yet know and can't know because of the newness of this virus and the rapid expansion of it how debilitating it's going to be. So that is 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14, a great time to live that verse. All right, uh, back to Gene Smith for just a second, then we'll get into the faith portion of the podcast. Uh, Gene, the other highlights of the Gene Smith press conference at Ohio State, he said, uh, Ohio State students, including athletes, must vacate their campus dorms by March the 22nd. Today is the 16th, so that's by this Sunday. They have to be out. Uh, he said, no, this was Friday. I asked him, have any coaches, support personnel been tested for or displayed symptoms of the virus? He said, no. I asked him if they had the means to test them, and he said, you know, they have the normal medical care that they normally have. I don't know. Their testing is expanding rapidly, and I think tests are going to be available very, very soon, mm -hmm. uh, if not already are available. I had a friend of mine who's a doctor, uh, last night, and boy, again, the doctors in the healthcare profession. Unbelievable. Are just amazing. The wisdom and the knowledge so and the sacrifice and everything. So he's saying hospitals are adjusting their visitation patterns now. That Ohio Health, in particular, is establishing like a one door in, one door out policy, two max two visitors per day per patient. 
uh, one at a time. Uh, elective surgeries, if you have an elective surgery scheduled, you should be aware that that's probably going to be looked at seriously. They're yeah. establishing a board to look at elective surgeries to see if you need to do this. Um, if they need to do it now, your elective surgery may be postponed. So that's some of the other uh, precautions. Uh, the one thing that's a headline from the Gene Smith is that he said he supports what has been done, the NCAA granting an extra year of eligibility for spring sport athletes. And he said he would be in favor of adding it for winter sport athletes who did not get to compete mm-hmm. in championships. So Andre Wesson, Danny Hummer, swimmers, uh, women's basketball players would be given. I don't know if Ohio State has any. They have one senior who was injured. I would happen to be there on senior night. Uh, she was not a frontline player. But, uh, yeah, Gene said he supports that, an extra year of eligibility. The challenge will be that requires extra money from the schools, and you know somebody's got to pay for that scholarship. Scholarship, although I, it's kind of a, I don't know how. Well, that works. I I think in some the NCAA of those, is yeah. not going to have the income from the NCAA basketball tournament this year. So again, it's great to say we're going to step up, we're going to pay this, we're going to pay that, we're going to pay. Where does that money come from? Mm-hmm. I think if it's doable, I think the NCAA by moving quickly, and they're a glacial organization, by moving quickly on the eligibility for spring athletes, I think they've shown they want to do the right thing by sure. these players, and and, um, and yeah, hopefully they will. I think the other thing, too, is in basketball. I mean, basketball, for instance, men's and women's, those are full scholarships, right? I think most of yes. the spring sports, yes. from my understanding, I could be wrong on this, but they, they're allotted a certain amount of scholarships, and usually those scholarships are partialed out. For example, a baseball player might be on scholarship for, I, I don't room and board or, you know, a quarter of tuition or, or whatever it may be. So I think everybody will make these adjustments. And it's good to see the NCA and, you know, this national emergency has actually done the impossible. It's gotten the NCAA to move at lightning speed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. I mean, in a normal world, we would be talking today about who the Buckeyes drew in the NCAA tournament and whether they got a fair draw or a not fair draw, how the Big Ten tournament shook out in uh, Indianapolis. And um, instead, uh, we're going to be without – it looks like we're going to be without all sports for, what, two months? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I I think so. I I do think that collectively – I mean, to knock that curve down, I mean, that on the national level and on the local level, that's the main focus because the biggest concern is, you know, most of us are, are going to be fine health-wise. Mm-hmm. We just got to be smart. I think it's the responsibility to not get other people sick, especially if you're younger. And, and I do think now that people are taking it very seriously. Over the weekend, I guess in Nashville, the bars are full and all that stuff. And I saw a video of South Padre Island where young people were just acting like it's spring break is normal yeah. and all that. And that's – look, I mean, you can't you can't do that and be fair to other people. You just can't. It's my, – my daughter, we had a – we had a – here's – I'll personalize the dilemma. We had a – one of our daughters was invited to a party – 10, mm-hmm. 10 kids. You know, my kids are social. Your kids are social. They love hanging out with their friends. And she, the party had been scheduled before. The parents emailed, we're going to disinfect everything. We're going to keep, you know, social mm-hmm. distancing, discrimination, blah, blah, blah. You know, but if you're not comfortable sending your kid, don't send her. Well, <laughs> I wasn't comfortable. My really? wife, My wife was. 
Just because I th- I said, here's the thing. I said to my wife, I said, at what point are we going to start sacrificing? At what point are we going to start acting like it's not life as normal? I didn't feel like it was living out of fear by saying, no, we're not going to go. My wife's opinion was, we're not trusting God if we don't go. And so I was That's on this, and I, yeah. I could see her point, and, yeah. and she could see my point. And it's like, you know how it is with kids. They're always hung up on the whole fairness thing, and you keep telling them no matter how many times you do that life's not fair. They're like, well, then I'm going to – the little one who is th- – she's off three weeks from school. Now, she knows cognitively why she's off three weeks from school. But to her, hey, I'm off three weeks from school. I yeah. got three weeks spring break. I got to check out my friends. We're going to have them over. Let's have a sleepover. There's Let's some beauty this. in that, by the way. Yeah, there is. But it's like, no, it's not – there's a reason beyond just, you know – a, a personal holiday for all the kids. Well, thankfully, the party got canceled. So we didn't have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, I talked about my friend Brian who made this comment about acceptable risk. If I go to my neighbor and they're 75 years old and they need me to run to Kroger for them and I run to Kroger for them and I get the virus, that's acceptable risk. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the gym... And, you know, not wiping down equipment, not being careful, doing whatever. I'm continuing my life as normal. And I get the virus and I spread it to everybody in my family and they give it to somebody from our church who's older or whatever. Right. That's not acceptable risk. So it's a hard, there are hard decisions to be made, but eventually everybody, it, it'll go better if everybody sacrifices. Right. Well, I, and I think for the most part, at least my experience so far, and around in my world, people have been sacrificing and there has been social distancing mm-hmm. and it's being practiced. And, you know, I went to my sister-in-law's last night and we had dinner and, you know, we, they're, my wife's family is a very huggy family. You know what I mean? They're very, mm-hmm. you got to give everybody a hug when you walk in, you know, my, my side where I, how I grew up, we, we, we loved each other deeply, but we, didn't show it. That side, I mean, there's giant hugs like this is the last time they'll ever see you or it's the first time they've seen you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and there was, you know, sanitary wipes. Soon as you walk through the door, wipe everything down. There was caution in, like, I was watching people. Well, there's only four of us there, but I was watching uh, my wife and her husband and, and my sister-in-law, you know, when we were turning or opening covering our hands with a Kleenex to open a door mm-hmm. and you know there's so I, I do think you know we don't hunker down and do nothing but I do think as uh, Governor uh, Lieutenant Governor Husted said there there's acceptable social distance and, and you know Amy Acton was saying at least arm's length away if you have to stand closer than somebody else so you just have to be smart and the other thing is if if you are sick, like I was sick last week, I was, I was not, I didn't have the symptoms of the uh, coronavirus, but I called my doctor and I called Dr. Sharkis, who's a great man and an excellent doctor. And thank you, Dr. Sharkis for what you're doing. Cause I know you're very busy. I called Dr. Sharkis. He called me back. He says, what do you have? I said, I got a runny nose and I have a productive cough. He said, you have a dry cough at all? I said, no. Do you have a fever? No. Does your body ache? No. Okay. Don't come in and see me. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. 
And he didn't tell you to take a tough pill, which is what no. you've always done. And said. but then, then you know, as the more information I gathered, I started almost doing it like a self quarantine. That's yep. when I said I told my my oldest daughter, Maddie. I said I'm kind of doing a self quarantine, and that's when she said. Well, how's that any different than you live your normal life? I don't know. Uh, so, except you're coming out and, here. But the other you didn't quarantine but, for me, you know. But the other thing I did, and you know, I, I'm not the cleanest guy in the world. I admit that. Now I'm I'm like Mister Clean. Yeah. You, you know, I'll shave my head and put on a white T-shirt and white sweats. That's what I am. I mean, I'm disinfecting everything and and all that stuff. And and uh, and the other thing I did was I'm being proactive. And I, I mean, they're laughing at me, but I. Take my temperature every single day. Wow! I take my temperature of my family every single day. So I'm, that's how I think I'm being proactive. Mm-hmm. That gives me the control. Like I said, how I started this show. Tell me what I'm fighting, and then I can take control. This was the same thing in the in the in when my family was fighting cancer. This mm-hmm. is once I have information. Let me let me start fighting back here. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. It does. Hundred percent. Uh, okay, so we'll transition into the faith portion of the podcast. We get the business part out. Remember, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com to order your coffee. Chris loves the uh, Nicaraguan blend. He hasn't sampled anything else, but I'm sure that uh, Hemisphere will be uh, giving him an opportunity oh. to do that. And uh, they do good things around the world, so patronize them, order online, and uh, use— I forgot to say earlier, I buried the lead. Use the promo code in all caps, we tackle life. We tackle life. And you get 15% off. Can I go over a list of these uh, restaurants real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Let me uh, hit the email again. We'll do email. We're going to do uh, Friday. We're going to draw four names out of a hat from those of you who enter and tell us uh, a a bit of your economic hardship because of COVID-19 precautions. We'll draw four names out of a hat. You'll each get $100 from us. We're not judging, oh, this guy needs more. No, we're just going to draw them out of a hat. It's the only fair way to do it. But it's um, it's the way, it's it's a way to give back and to encourage people and hopefully to ingrain a sacrificial attitude in everybody. So yeah. email your entries spielmanhooleypodcastgmail.com. We'll keep it going as long as we can. As long if, as we if can. people want to patronize, yeah. um, I'll keep contributing it to it. Uh-huh. If you're a business, you want to give to the fund uh, Spielman Hooley on Patreon, P A T R E O N. We'll give every dollar away, every single dollar we pledge to you. We'll give every dollar away. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, yeah, and then we'll get to more here on the face side. First, Chris is going to read a, some restaurants yeah. who've tweeted you that they're delivering and offering takeout. I don't know where all these are, but you can look them up. At Overtime Bar, he has said, I'd love to recommend our At Overtime Bar. We have been taking extreme steps to ensure the place is cleaner and even takeout is completed with gloves as well as quick preparation. Thank you for supporting business. Pizza, uh, Pizza Lewis Center, Ohio. It's called uh, Four Pizzas, Four Points Pizza and Grill in Lewis Center. Family owned, recently opened. So if you want pizza that night, go check out Four Points Pizza Grill uh, for takeout. Bear with me here. There's a couple more that I have coming through. Do you have any that you know? Is Der Dutchman your favorite coming out with anything, Bruce? Yeah, I'm or? sure Der Dutchman is. Uh, do they normally the, do takeout? Uh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they'll convert. Uh, to, oper- uh, you know, to additional uh, areas of yep. takeout now. I mean, they obviously have a bakery where people grab their donuts all sure. the time. 20 Tap House in Canton, Ohio. My old stopping grounds, the 20 Tap House is doing something. So that's cool. Uh, I got a couple more. Warner's Smokehouse Barbecue in Jeffersonville. That sounds like a place 
that you would hang out. Jeffersonville. Like a, where, do you know where Jeffersonville I do, is? I do know where Jeffersonville is. It's is right it far about, from here? Yeah, it's south of Columbus along I-71. It is... Is that uh, where the malls are? That's where the malls okay. are. Okay. Yeah. So Werner's Smokehouse Barbecue. Yeah. They're doing takeout. So that's cool. If you want to join that and help them. Barbecue actually sounds pretty good right now. Um, a couple more I have. Oh, oh uh, Finkus's place. Winnin's or Winin's? Winin's. Yeah. down in Grandview. Matt said they're doing takeout, and everybody's taking extreme cautions with that. Uh, I went to McDonald's yesterday and got a McMuffin. Three McMuffins, actually. Not all for me, although I could easily eat them all. So that's another place, and I'm sure any place, a Watts restaurant in Utica, Ohio. Do you know where Utica is, my friend? I do not. So that's interesting. Uh, I would like to try that Watts restaurant. You don't know where Utica is? I don't. All right, do you have, uh, oh, here you go. Frisch's Big Boy, actually, there you go. tweeted at me. Carry out, drive through, and delivery are all a go at Frisch's Big Boy. I love Big Boy. Fantastic. I haven't eaten there in a while, but, hey, I might be going there. some really good different versions of the Big Boy now, Um, the breakfast sandwiches and everything else. The home of Tom Tupa. Do you remember, sir? Can you recall where Tom Tupa is from? Brexville, Ohio. You know the uh, mascot from Brexville? Blue Jays. No, the Bees. Bees. Battle and Bees. It was something with a B. Creekside Restaurant in Brexville. So if you're up in the Cleveland area, Creekside Restaurant. Here's another one, Bruce. The Barrel Room. A wine and beer bar in North Canton, Ohio, as well as the Barrel Room in Canal Fulton, Ohio. Both exceptional Northeast bars will be open and selling gift cards, as well as delivering wine to your door. That's a great idea. Thank you. So it's it's good to see this. And I really encourage people, if you don't get takeout, go buy a gift card for them. Go do something. I mean, it's time to to help people out, lift people up. It's, what an opportunity for that we have. So It does. Uh, here's... A, here's uh something i thought of yesterday oh lazy chameleon in powell by the way which i've been to there's another one so there you go uh, we have one response on facebook that they really loved me advising you to take a tough pill do you know who that was from my wife your wife yes <laughs> thank you carrie hey you're is she's watching this yeah Get, get the thermometer ready because you're up as soon as we get home. <laughs> then we're hitting the weight room because yeah. training does not stop That's during right. a crisis. We want to welcome Michael Sanchez. He says, uh, first time listening. Good to have you, Michael. Uh, you can hit the Spielman Hooley podcast on any podcast platform, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and we hope you will become a regular listener and a subscriber. Okay, so I was thinking about this yesterday. We got eight weeks to... Make sacrifices. It may be longer. Eight weeks is 56 days. Can we set a goal rather than being uh, introspective and, oh, wah, I can't do this, I can't do that, there's no NCAA tournament, there's no baseball, there's no... Can we set a goal for 56 days to be better individually and collectively 56 days from now than we are right now? Could we write down one thing every day for 56 days that we're thankful for and to make it a different thing That's every great. day? Every day, make it a different thing. Great idea. 56 days. Can you find 56 things in your life you're thankful for? I think you can. I think you got to challenge yourself to do that. And I thought about my father and mother, and I was actually grateful yesterday that I don't have to worry about them in this time because they both very elderly. My mom was in a nursing home. My dad went pretty quick. Um, 
but I'm glad I don't have to not visit them and put them through the emotional confusion of why aren't they coming to see me? Mm -hmm. Because my mom had a bit of dementia, Alzheimer's. You could have told her why. She wouldn't have remembered it five minutes later. And I thought about their generation and my father and your father, the greatest generation, and the sacrifices they made in World War II. And I don't know if people are students of history enough to know that in World War II, they rationed things. Now, you know, the store shelves are empty, but back then you couldn't just go and stock up on toilet paper. You couldn't just go and buy, 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 buy. Right. They limited you on everything. They limited you on tires. They limited you on gas. They limited you on food. You had to turn in ration points to buy certain things. If you had the money to buy meat, you couldn't buy it unless you had certain number of ration points. There were ration boards in every neighborhood, and you had to. You were borrowing points from other people and giving points to other people on certain commodities, and they did that for years, not for 56 days, not for two months, not for eight weeks, for years yeah. they did that. They pulled together because— Four years, I believe, right? Yeah. The, 41 to 45? The inconvenience visited upon them by World War II was nothing compared to the collective sacrifice they were willing to make for the betterment of the country. I think we did that during 9-11. I hope we are still capable of doing that now. I have no doubt we're capable because, well, you... I have doubts. Well, that's fine. But I'm saying from... You have doubts because if you're on social media, monitoring social media, you're looking at every single opinion out there. You have to look at this as a whole. Look at... Look at... uh, Notice people in our community right now. I noticed uh, people at church, there was very, I went to, we had mass yesterday. I went to a very limited service, but, you know, people are, if they do go to church and they're feeling well, they're six feet away. Each person had their own pew, their own entire pew. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, again, it's just being smart. Now, I do think, I don't know if this is to be the case or not, but I do think all churches will shut it down for a little bit and just go virtual. And it's you just have to adjust. I mean, kids are going to still have school, and they have to adjust. School it's, at home. Yeah, it's yeah. it's no time to, to pay. Oh, my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? No, you, you figure something out, and you make it work. And a collective sacrifice is going to be good for this country. That's why I'm excited because I see the big picture. I see ahead. I see what is exactly possible. I see a unification coming like we haven't felt since 9-11. That'll be awesome. That's how I feel. Now, it's different now, and my sister-in-law had a great point. She said back when our grandparents or or whatever, Mm -hmm. or even great-grandparents, you know, they weren't getting the information that they were getting, so they were only getting information little bits and pieces at a time. So there was no, like, panic like we see now or no anxiety or worry. So we have to adjust to our times and understand there's always going to be those blaming this and blaming that and doing this and, oh, my gosh, the world's ending and all that. That's fine, but I, I really have pretty good instincts on this, Bruce. I really do that this is going to galvanize everybody in a sense. And, you're also, you're going, and the minority is going to sit and, and blame people. You have 325 million people in this country not everybody's going to be rowing in the right direction, but the majority's going to be rowing in the right direction to fight a common enemy. And make no mistake, that's what this is. Yeah. 
It is. So I'm glad you mentioned. I'm more optimistic than you are. I'm glad you mentioned social media 